In Atlanta, one voice has stood out for over four decades. An AJC original, The Monica Pearson Show. Let's talk about how you got to ESPN. Revealing interviews. You are known as America's doctor, but I want to know who you were before that. When you have a different name, you have different color skin, it can be tough. With Atlanta's most famous faces as you've never seen them before. I'm telling my story. This is the American dream. The Monica Pearson Show, streaming now on AJC.com. This is D. Orlando Letbetter with the Bowtie Chronicles podcast. Everything you need to know about the Atlanta Falcons, who improved to 3-0 and in a bizarre win over the Detroit Lions on Sunday. 30-26, to this game will go down in history as the 10-second rule game. The Falcons uh, appeared to have lost the game when uh, Golden Tate scored on a pick play On a pass from Matthew Stafford, apparently scored. That was the uh, ruling on the field. But after an automatic replay, it was revealed that Golden Tate's knee was down at the one. So instead of being fourth down from the one because of the 10-second runoff rule, the game was over because there was only eight seconds left and the Lions didn't have a timeout to use. So uh, the Falcons' sideline erupted in joy. Folks were running around the field. Folks claim they knew the rule. Julio Jones said he knew the rule. Matt Ryan said he was about 75% sure until he was talking to Steve Sarkeesian about what they were going to do with eight seconds. And Steve was like, no, it's going to be a 10-second runoff. We should be okay. And that was the case. It was a bizarre one, 30-26. to Got to give credit to the defense for standing up late uh, three times in the fourth quarter when the offense couldn't run out the clock. Uh, just a uh, you know good team win, one they'll probably look back on as a character builder as the team is clearly winning while not clicking on all cylinders here early in the season. So, you know, for the podcast here today, we're going to talk about five things here. The defense is three stops, Ryan being victimized and ending up with three interceptions. Rookie Tack McKinsley, McKinley made his uh, start and debut, got a sack. Uh, We'll talk about his play today, and the running backs were dynamite again. 33 touches, 227 yards, and one touchdown. Uh, I'm going to give the offensive line some credit for that. Then we'll talk about our injuries here. Uh, And then I do have about a minute and 32 of um, Arthur Blank talking about the uh, prop, the protest. You know, he spent the uh, national anthem on the field with the team. Uh, Grady Jarrett and Don Terry Poe elected to kneel. Grady Jarrett said he, he kneeled because he wasn't a son of a bee, like the president called him, that he was a son of a queen. and He wanted to honor his mother, and that's what he did uh, by kneeling. Don Terry Poe is the kneeling for, you know, the social and racist injustices in our community and how we need to come together and address that and not uh, camouflage it with talk of the flag and the military, which is not what the whole protest was ever about. Uh, maybe we can focus on that now moving forward. But, uh, uh, you know, just the league, league-wide and the team and the players uh, wanted to respond to, um, the you know, the comments coming out of the White House on 17th and Pennsylvania Avenue in Washington, D.C., and so uh, we'll play that for you here. Uh, it's, it's a little background noise, 
but um, I think it's worth playing, and we'll we'll give it a go here, and uh, hopefully uh, uh, you all be able to hear that clear clearly for us. But the defense, you know, they uh, Detroit closed that thing to thirty to twenty six, converting on those turnovers, and um, with eleven. 11 minutes plus to go. Defense got two three and outs, and then the offense couldn't run out the clock with 2.52 to go. Uh, punted it back to, to Detroit and Matt Stafford, and they were able to hit down the field, hit on some big plays and get down the field is what I want to say there. Uh, big play was um, Stafford hitting T.J. Jones and Ricardo Allen making a big hit on that, uh, you know, and uh, – yeah, got the got them to the forty five of the Falcons, and you know Stafford's thing is winning games in the fourth quarter, and looked like he was going to do it again here uh, at Ford Field. But the defense came up with that third stop. Uh, you know, had to overcome some pass interference plays by Desmond Trufant, uh, and uh, you know that was that was key. That got the Lions at point blank touchdown range, but the defense was able to hold up. Brian Poole. And Robert Alford said they've been getting ready for this pick play all week. So the key was for Poole to kind of go with the pick, but stay with the, the desired receiver, which was Golden Tate. And so he was able to get to him and touch him down at the one while he was trying to stretch into the end zone. So heads up play by him and Alford, uh, you know, preserving the win. They say they fight for a blade of grass. And they, uh, they they needed that whole blade of grass today to come up with the victory. So the three stops for the defense, uh, that's number one. Matt Ryan victimized by, by two drops by Tevin Coleman and Muhammad Sanu, uh, you know, fueled Detroit's comeback because the defense was playing well up until that, that point. Glover Quinn had one that went right to him. They did a little fake, was trying to hit Julio on the slant. Glover Quinn read it. He read it and jumped it and took it to the house from 37. So, you know, Matt Ryan didn't have a game at all last year with two picks, let alone three. We hadn't seen three in one game by him uh, to the Colts game in 2005. Uh, I want to say November 22nd, 2015 uh, against the Colts. That was a, uh, the last time he threw three interceptions. Now, rookie Takaris McKinley was active, uh, got a tip ball in there, got a sack. But Coach Quinn said after the game, he, you know, he had some mistakes. And, uh, you know, that's a rookie. That's expected. Uh, he, can, he can, you know, build off of this game uh, after getting out there on the field for so much with Vic Beasley out. So, Tack had a sack, had a batted down ball, uh, work in progress for the rookie there. The running backs, Devontae Freeman and Tevin Coleman, were outstanding. Freeman uh, went over 100 yards, 106, and uh, and Coleman had 46 yards rushing. So they were able to get after the uh, Lions in the run game. Matt Ryan gave the O-line some credit. It was masterful how they did it. They, they loosened him up with pass plays early, throwing deep to Julio. Uh, on the first play of the game, throwing nine out of 12 times on the opening drive. And that loosened up that defense. They couldn't just come down and sit on the running backs at that point because, uh, you know, they knew the Falcons would throw it over their heads or try to throw it over their heads. So uh, the line was able to go get after it then. Uh, saw Wes Weiser uh, doing his thing in the run game. 
Tyson Brillo, who was starting for Ryan Schrader, did give up two sacks and obvious passing downs, but, uh, you know, he just got overpowered there on a couple rushes. I'm sure um, Coach Chris Morgan can fix that, get him to anchor a little bit lower and fight a little bit harder on that right tackle edge there. Uh, some injuries. We're going to uh, – Ricardo Allen got hurt on that play. He has a concussion. He's in the protocol. He'll join Ryan Schrader there. Vic Beasley has the hamstring he missed today. And also uh, Courtney Upshaw had the, the ankle, and he missed today. Uh, we'll get updates from Coach Quinn on Monday. Uh, you know, the hamstrings, you know, we, 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 we wrote about that last week and the doctor's view of it being a four- to six-week uh, injury and Coach Quinn saying it's week to week. Uh, I don't expect Beasley back until the Patriots game, but uh, if he's going to do the week-to-week thing, we'll keep reporting what he says on that week-to-week deal. Uh, so um, I'm going to get this queued up here. Arthur Blank talking about the protests in America and uh, what we stand and fight for. And uh, hopefully this uh, is worthwhile for you here on the Bowtie Chronicles. There you have it, the Falcons owner Arthur Blank discussing the protests and the United uh, soccer team and the brotherhood theme for the Falcons and how uh, the issues we have in the country, there's progress that has been made and he believes there's still progress to make by sitting down and talking and figuring it out, not dividing the country. So there you have it from Falcons owner Arthur Blank, the full transcript is on AJC.com if you want to go see that. Full story on uh, Don Terry Poe and Grady Jarrett explaining why they elected to kneel during the national anthem here on Sunday at Ford Field in Detroit. We're going to sign off from this edition of the Bowtie Chronicles podcast. We're going to call it this eighth episode of the Bowtie Chronicles podcast right here from Fort Field in Detroit where the Falcons prevailed 30-26 to to improve to 3-0 on the season. They will host the Buffalo Bills at 1 o'clock on Sunday 
at the Mercedes-Benz Stadium. Check back during the week to AJC.com and MyAJC.com for all your updates on the Atlanta Falcons. Take care from the Bowtie Chronicles podcast, all things about the Falcons from D. Orlando Ledbetter. Take care. Have a great week. Hip-hop is a product of black people. It's a product of black song and celebration. The Atlanta Journal-Constitution presents Hip-hop's most pulled elements are pulled from the South. A Southern hip-hop store. We always go back to that moment of the Source Awards. Everybody wants your rhythm, but they don't want your blues. The biggest names in hip-hop. Atlanta is still the mecca for hip-hop. 50 years. No one can deny. One film. The power of the South now. The South got something to say. Streaming now at AJC.com slash hip-hop. The AJC's trusted veteran political voices, Greg Bluestein, Patricia Murphy, Tia Mitchell, and Bill Nygut are the essential source for Georgia politics. The Atlanta Journal-Constitution's Politically Georgia. Sign up for the newsletter, download the podcast, subscribe to the AJC.